welcome to Michael and Ivanka's Grand Podcast, a podcast in which two friends talk about subjects that affect our lives in a grand way. We're just a couple of hacks <laughs> trying to sort of like crudely bring it under some sort of uh, self-consciously grand umbrella every week. My name's Michael Forrest. And I'm Ivanka Magic. And um, this week we're going to be talking about... Truth. Truth. Would you Adam truth. and Eve it? Facts versus truth. Is it a versus? What what is truth? I'm very curious to know about this. Your science. Your science my is no th- truth. It's not my science. It's well, not my science. theories. <laughs> um I was thinking we could talk about yeah, obviously the news, um, the nature of science, conspiracy theories. Ooh. Ooh. And why they are so sort of uh, magnetic to people. And that thing where arseholes say something and then they go, it's true! (laughs) Even though it hurts your feelings. Should we get started? Um, We're also, yeah, as an aside, for the first time this week, episode 20... Is it episode 20? Yeah, we are in a room together for the first time. We're in Hammersmith. I've made it up to London. She's made it up to London. <laughs> and we're in Michael's studio. If she seems quiet, it's because she's intimidated by the uh, rock and roll surroundings, I'm sure. And it, clutter, aliens. Is, I am. I am very intimidated. <laughs> It's very unusual. Normally, Michael and I talk to each other via the power of the internet. <laughs> so this is different. And we're still sort of having to look past pop shields at each other. So it's not sort of like unencumbered eye contact, um, yeah. which would just be horribly uncomfortable anyway. So um, it's, it's good that we've got these barriers. It is. In fact, so we can only make eye can- contact with one eye. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is fine. Which is fine. That's enough. So when I've, whenever I sort of get onto the subject of truth, I think I'm in a habit of talking about truth in relation to science as being something inaccessible um, which is more about whether or not you can make generalizations and whether you can find underlying rules that you know are true than whether or not you can infer that something is a fact from you know it's obviously so a lot of this is like okay well that's obviously true because how could it not be true that you just said these words to me? How could it not be true? The fact is that most of the time we miss here because <laughs> we hear we're not really listening um, or our brains have the ability to both absorb more words and see more things. Sorry, absorb more data than we actually process. So when you look around a room, you only your brain sort of filters out how much you see. So even in a in the presence of each other, you might not notice the same things about a room that you're in. For yeah, example. and it's we we see what we're looking for. So we're sort of like we're programmed to look for certain things. We're programmed to with like the basis of how to learn language and kind of roughly how language works. So that kind of helps us because if we just perceived blankly perceived the full spectrum of what we're exposed to in our environment, it's just too much. It's like you just couldn't be constantly aware of every single thing around you. It's just, you just get overloaded. So the way that sort of, the way that we work is, okay, we kind of know about, okay, I know about these words in this language. I know about dogs and cats and um, the things I know about are the things that I, 
I'm looking for, that I'm perceiving. There's those famous experiments with the whole show bunch of students a video of people passing each other a basketball and the students are asked to go, the, the participants are asked to count how many times the ball is passed yeah. and... Uh, a huge number of participants in the experiment will not notice that an ape comes onto the basketball yeah. court and then goes away. And that's a famous um, experiment. And that's why things like the adverts like Think Bike work or because when you're driving around not looking for my- motorcycles and bicycles, you won't see them. Yeah. Um, I went on at one of those speed awareness courses yeah. and they, they, they did show the basketball passing experiment. Uh, but then they also asked us to watch a video and count the... Oh, they have a word for it in tra- in traffic. Something count the count the danger. points of danger, whatever. Yeah. And uh, as a person who is both a driver uh, who went over the speed limit, oh dear. and a cyclist, and has spent many miles sitting on the back of a motorcycle and walks everywhere, I counted sixteen potential hazards. That's the word. Oh, whereas yeah. one of the women in the room only counted two. Okay. So it just depends on what you're used to looking out for, especially if you cycle around London. You are, you know, if you want to survive, you've got to be everything's a hazard. You've, you've got, got to, to assume to, everyone's yeah. going to try and kill you. Well, uh, and I'd also tie into that, like that's the thing with machine learning. And, and if you saw our Facebook this week, you'll have seen our little, uh, what, what machine, what speech recognition does with the name of our podcast. It just sort of, it, it makes a mess of it because it doesn't know about the word Ivanka. Um, and then it's sort of like it kind of gets it. So the way machine intelligence works is in in that in that sort of pattern word recognition way is quite similar to how people work. It's like you have to go, you have to tell it all about all the words in advance, and train it for all the different ways that word might be said, and then it is able to sort of listen to some audio and kind of pick out the words. But if it's not if it doesn't know about a word, then it has no way of looking for it. And then it just comes up with a sort of like a, a bit of a mishmash of nonsense, um, which can make it seem stupid. If, if Nick um, wants Siri to call me, he has to go, hey, Siri, call Ivanka. <laughs> 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 I've once had a, long, a big discussion with Siri about how to pronounce my name, but it, it finishes with... If you say so, Ivanka. <laughs> like, oh my God. Like, I do say so, Siri. Um, but, uh, yes. To bring it back to truth. <laughs> to bring it back to truth. <laughs> the truth is, my name is Ivanka, not Ivanka. Um, but the surname <laughs> is, all different. is all up for debate. So, yeah, the thing, well, I'll just I'll explain this induction thing, which is the problem that, you know, I kind of went into science. I studied physics in the, you know, just under the assumption that this was, you know, I'd find out what's the truth is at the core of it and learnt that. So the example they give is if you want to say that all swans are white, that's your scientific theory about swans. You can keep looking at swans for a hundred years, but if one day you see a black swan, your theory is broken. And you don't know, With even if you've seen a, a trillion white swans, you can never know that the next swan you see will not be black. So it just means that you can't prove your theory. And so science largely you have to think of in terms of this is our latest understanding of the universe and our, this current theory that we have explains more facts. 
than the previous one did. And in science, that's like Einstein's relativity versus Newtonian physics, where Newtonian physics works up to certain sort of speeds and distances, but then it starts to go askew. And in fact, and you, you Einstein's stuff, you have to take into it, like account that the universe bends when energy like move like the universe would rather bend space than let you go faster than the speed of light and this is something it was, it was a crazy idea at the time and it's why it was so when it was kind of shown in unexpected experiments to be true to kind of prove facts that would not you wouldn't expect like you can see this star behind the sun because it's like it's being bent around the sun in a prediction that you could only make if you had this theory um, and it all seems like, oh, well, I mean, that's not used for very much. But then you, you can't, you can't, geolocation doesn't work on phones without Einsteinian physics. It, it wouldn't work with Newtonian physics, with, with our older understanding of science. So even though it's a bit more complicated, it's, it's truer. And then <laughs> the problem in physics is, like, there's a few just inconsistencies with things that can be explained with one theory are in conflict with what another theory tells us and that's where science is working hardest to try and figure out and that's where you get you know string theory and things like that which are sort of unproven like theories about how the universe might work um that are trying to tie together these loose ends and come up with some unifying single set of statements that you can make about the universe but this is this is very much we're trying to find the most the purest truth we can that can then we can deduce everything else from. But the problem is, yeah, the best we can say in terms of truth for all of those things is this is the current paradigm. This is, these are the best models we have right now. But something could, someone could come up with an idea tomorrow that is completely different, but somehow ties together all of these things that are currently contradicting each other. So the way that's all interesting and I like to listen to Infinite Monkey Cage, for example, as another podcast for us to be the sister podcast of or the brother <laughs> podcast is a companion uh, podcast is, you know, something I like to listen to and I like to think about, but it doesn't really affect how I might vote. Like it, it's sort of so. So I and I and I think for me, one of the things this truth business, you know, there's facts and truth. I am as a person, I am comfortable with saying that what I know today might not. I still I might not agree with myself tomorrow when I learn something new. Yeah. And for me, that's the more important factor around this is not whether truth is has been you know what is true has been defined enough for me it's more about my openness to the idea that what i think is true may not be and that's okay i don't mind yeah. I'm, I'm okay with that yeah and actually like it's, there's all different kinds of scientists some of whom are open to <laughs> like a new idea destroying all of the you know the the theories that they've kind of invested their lives in and some are less sort of um ready to do that and, and there's a lot of politics in science as you know as, yeah, as well as anywhere else like, yeah but in terms of voting yeah i think what we're seeing now is a lot of i mean we've always seen it it's just the fact that you can't prove a theory or a, like that God exists or doesn't like leaves people open to exploitation 
I, I kind of want to tie it into conspiracy theories, but I, I've never really tried to explain this. <laughs> tried to like, I've got this. I've got this. There's a video on Facebook going around this week of Alex Jones and a lot of people claiming that the victims and people talking about these mass shootings oh, in America yeah. afterwards are actors yes, and they're yes. paid. And if you look in the background, you can see someone practicing their lines. And so. What they're looking for, they've got this theory that they're actors. So now the facts that they're looking for are kind of very skewed towards and what they're taking as proof yeah, aren't yeah, the yeah. same sorts of... They're not like this, the, the, the hierarchy of information is all wrong because now they're looking in the background and in every detail for information that supports their crank theory. And you can kind of find it because there's so much data... Yeah, yeah. Like coming yeah. in, even in a photograph, there's so much information there that if you just did, if you, if you're mentally ill, <laughs> like you can, you can sort of prove anything if you're prepared to invent enough of a conspiracy around it. But I don't. I mean, it doesn't necessarily even have to be. Uh, they 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 may well be rehearsing their lines. I mean, if if I was about to go on TV <laughs> to talk about something as important as gun control in a high school, and I was 17 years yeah. old. I might want to practice what Doesn't I was going to say. Doesn't mean you're an actor. Doesn't mean and it you didn't made it up. But yeah, that's the thing. And they, and they like... will kind of stop short of actually really critically examining it. They'll kind of look, Sorry. they'll be like, oh, there's a thing. We're not going to think about it anymore. Yeah, yeah. There's a, you know, if you're kind of facts are fragile. Oh, but this is quite a trick. So I once worked with somebody who was a Jehovah's Witness mm. and, uh, and a developer, which I found slightly incongruous. But And he, um, I remember this was in... Uh, uh, probably the year 2099, so before the dot-com bubble burst, that, that mm. old bubble. And uh, I remember I was outside having a cigarette because that's what I used to do in them days. Before I was working, that was before um, I was still at university. Yeah, I'm, I'm very Sorry. Old. <laughs> cut that out. I'll cut that out. <laughs> you can leave that in. So and uh, I was outside and up comes uh, this fella and he goes, he looked really upset. I was like, well, what's the matter? What's happened? And he said, well, I've just been looking all over the internet and, uh, and for, for proof that, that, that God exists. <laughs> so, and, I, and, you know, because and, and, my, my uh, religion says that, the, the, that all the proof of all the dinosaurs can fit on one table and it's all made, you know, it's like, mm. I, I can't, you know, it's just, it yeah, was always dinosaurs versus God. And, um, it's my dad's and favourite like, subject. But I, I'm sure. Um, but I was, but I was like, but it's, you know, your belief of in God has nothing to do with proof. It's about faith. You know, you can hold on yeah. to your faith. You can enjoy your faith. You don't have to look for proof. Why are you being a doubting Thomas? Yeah, what's the matter with you? Relax, man. You can believe in God. I said, remember as well, nobody can disprove the existence of God. So off your trot, because I wasn't about to destroy you. So. He goes, oh, thanks, I feel better now. But there's, there is this kind of, if you, it, it's quite a hard thing to, to allow your theories to be questioned. Yeah. I think that's quite difficult. Yeah. And I think that because to, to admit that you didn't know or that you were wrong or that you made it up or, or is quite hard. And yeah, it's yeah, attached yeah. to your ego and it's attached to your sense of self. Yeah. And that's that's quite a hard thing for most of us to do, yeah, I would argue. Definitely. You know. And the difference between good science and a conspiracy theory or a religion is science, good science says, here is what I think, but I'm open to, like, you try this, yeah. you try it, you try yeah, it. I'm yeah. absolutely, if you find, if you refute my, my theory, then 
right. You know, I can't really argue with the evidence, with the facts. Whereas religion clings to those things like the idea of faith, which then make your belief bulletproof to any sort of facts because you can just say, no, you just got to have faith. It's just a test of your faith. Oh, it's just like, you know, why is there so much in just, well, it's just, you know, God has a plan, you know, especially when you start to anthropomorphize nature and say, well, it's just a guy that does random stuff, you know, that... (laughs) And on one level, it's very easy to understand nature, easier for us to understand nature in those terms than to understand that it's just like whatever it is. Um, because that's our frame of reference is a dude that like gets angry sometimes is a lot easier to understand than no there's like air pressure differences and thunderstorms happen you know Um, but yeah like if you if something needs to gravitate it needs to cling to those things that mean it's impenetrable to refutation and that's what you know Hume's thing is um like then they're the things you've got to watch out for. So, a cons- whereas like a religion will say you've got to have faith. No, you've got to have faith. You've got to have faith. Um, a conspiracy theory will just keep adding on, adding to the conspiracy. You know, oh well, yeah. They, you know, even if they if compr- confronted with an irrefutable fact that this that is not consistent with their theory, they would rather expand the conspiracy to more uh, make it more sinister than just kind of go, oh, yeah, okay. You reminded me of a, of a, of a conversation I had last night in the pub <laughs> and uh, with, my, with uh, somebody who I'm, I'm using. Is, I'm trying to warm up to be a climate expert because he's okay. a PhD in climate change. Um, and so we've, uh, he's a friend of my sister's, and we've met by chatting on, on email, but this is our first little face to face warm up. Um, but he was talking about our local, we live in the same neighborhood and we have mm. the same local Facebook community. And uh, he was, somebody had posted something up about smart meters. And as a climate change person, he's all for smart meters, being aware of how mm. much energy you're burning. Uh, you know, cue the crank with the, uh, oh, yes, but airwaves in the air in your house that they're going you know they're gonna I don't know melt your mind or some whatever they were whatever theory they they were they were pushing and he was he said I was really trying to be very considerate of what they're saying because they shared an article and he said well hmm. all you really need to do is look at the name of the person who wrote the article now you know here's my article about climate change the author of this article is such and such a person who look we can go and see this is you know these are their many papers this yeah. is da, da, da. and then we have the person who wrote your article who's a chiropractor hmm. who what do they know about smart meters and you know what's their they've just got a blog that they write about stuff and so it's that sort of um also being able to question your sources you know if if a conspiracy theorist is going to argue with me about something i think we've talked i'm not finishing i'm not finishing the point because uh, <laughs> which I'm makes struggling. it then seem like I'm interrupting you when I edit it <laughs> because <laughs> I take goes... out the kind of trailing off and then it's just me coming in with the next point and it sounds like I'm interrupting you all the time but really <laughs> you just didn't finish really, that point you never made a point about it. my point was we've talked about this before that when you have a debate you don't necessarily need if you're having a debate about travelling to space you don't need a flat earther present if you're having a debate about climate change you mm. don't need a chiropractor with a theory <laughs> 
feet. You don't need a chiropractor (laughs) present in your climate change. You must be mad. (laughs) But it's that sort of like, you know, by all means, poo-poo somebody who's not got your, who's not arguing with you about, and this is where Stuart would probably argue with me. Um, But it's like, you know, how, 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 I think this is the point I'm trying to make. Okay. (laughs) I think this is it. How do you argue with somebody who's, Sources are off or that are easily. How do you? Because what you're going to do when you say, "Yeah, your article was written by a chiropractor," and I love my chiropractor, so <laughs> this is not an offence to chiropractors. Um, this is just chiropractors do bodies and spines and stuff. My, um, but they. It, how do you argue with somebody who's who's effectively a conspiracy theorist yeah. what do you yeah. do when a conspiracy theorist starts arguing with you without without sounding like you're just going to destroy their personality <laughs> make them feel really bad about themselves and call them a fool yeah like I, I mean personally I think it's best to run away but uh, <laughs> and like my father is a paleontologist and gets angry about religion for very good reasons um so he gets, he loves getting, well, I don't know about loves, but he will get sucked into a lot of online arguments with creationists, for example. Right. Who will sort of say the fossil record was planted there to test our faith. You know, is that that's, the, is that the... that's the line of, that's the creationist line, more or less. The earth is only 6,000 years old and all the evidence that would appear to refute that, either, you know, we, we just probably just don't understand it because we don't have the mental framework for actually looking at that information which obviously like science you have to learn what you're looking at because if you're just confronted with a bit of rock with some you know i don't know what that is until i've spent a long time learning that uh, if it's that sort of if it's like smooth then it's a bone i don't know like you got it takes a lot of training to kind of learn to see certain sorts of facts but i mean that's kind of an aside it's like you can't you know, that's, we invented telescopes to see things that we can otherwise see because it's all about knowing what you're looking for and inventing new ways of observing those things. So on the one level, they're just not interested in adopting, you know, le- developing that apparatus for themselves so that they'd actually be able to just see clearly the breadth of information that, like, refutes their theory. So all they know about is just a couple of, like, um, anecdotal things that they've seen from a distance. Um and yeah, on the other, on the other, on the other end, it's just this conspiracy theory thing where you can just well, if it's, it's one thing having a conspiracy theory about a government that's all powerful, but imagining if your conspiracy theory was a magical man that can make anything he wants just happen, and make change it and change it again and change it again, so you could sort of refute. Well, maybe the laws of physics changed six hundred years ago. We don't know. Yeah. Like, you, you, you just... And then you just can't argue with that because you're just going to... So you just either, yeah. like, lose a lot of sleep. I don't know if my dad's ever persuaded anyone. <laughs> the dinosaurs are real. And he'll always be like, I've got it. You know, <laughs> I've got it. Like, and he's got... What kind of God would allow so much suffering... No, I'm being mean. Would allow suffering in the world. But, you know, when you get, like, a thing like that that yeah. seems to you to absolutely disprove someone else's theory, and then that... Nor that that sinking disappointment 
that you get when you present it to someone and then a couple of minutes later it's already been sort of like subsumed into their theory and you're kind of like it's just not good for your not good for your brain arguing with that kind of and it's mental illness at a certain point and what can you do then but 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 we've talked about this very thing so the very thing that protects our happiness that sort of Mm. ability to repurpose something to suit our Mm. you know to the post rationalizing yeah you know this really horrible thing happened to me but it made me a better person therefore it's fine (laughs) um, thing that the human brain does is exactly the thing that protects those people with their faith theories so it's sort of a human trait that they everybody needs yeah but you know and in using the, it wrong <laughs> but in, the, in the case of my colleague i really didn't want to help him destroy his faith i was just like mate just relax it's okay <laughs> just you know have some faith have a deep breath off you go um you know if you if your faith depends on proof on the internet mm, i think we're, we're we've got some troubles here and i've, I've never been one to I don't. I don't want to deny people the need to to have faith and go to church and do all those things. I, you know, yeah. I. But but I think that and that the only place the, the 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 junction at which I struggle with those kind of things is when it comes to creationism and things like that, where it's like. Oh come on! <laughs> yeah, well, you can have that, but you're not. But you then, know, when please, it's on the school yeah. curriculum, creationism. Yeah, there is one theory: evolution. Here's another theory. theory. Well, it's not really a theory because it's just a story. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> and what is the difference between? But every theory is a story. Before everything, it's all... everything is more or less. You know, it's just. And, but the trouble is, when it gets into science, you're a bit. You're just not. If you're not. If you don't know how to look at the evidence that is supporting this thing, then you're just gonna just see it on the sa- in the same terms as yeah. you see the the, the completely but, sort of un, you know. So, so one of my uh, stories that I like to tell about uh, my expertise or lack of in certain areas is that there was a time when my brother, sister, and I were doing up a house for my mum, and we we'd uh, we'd. My brother had measured up, my brother had fitted this kitchen, and me, because I know how to solder electronic stuff, of course I can do plumbing. Come on, <laughs> how different can it be? I said. I, uh, so, I, so I fitted these taps, and of course they leaked, and uh, so I had to, I didn't want to phone my plumber because I was embarrassed. Um, so I thought I'd get upset because I hadn't paid for him to come. So I called an emergency plumber. So it cost me extra money. Mm. And uh, this guy turns up and I go, oh, that pipe's leaking. And so he fixes it and off he goes. And then when he's gone, I'm like, there's a second leak. And so I phoned him back and he's like, well, that's going to cost you another call-out charge. I was like, well, couldn't you see there was another leak? He said, but you, you only pointed at that one leak. I was like, I'm the <laughs> oh idiot God. that created the holes. Why would you listen to anything that I have to say? <laughs> I was like, I obviously know nothing about this. Um, but it's that kind of like, if I know nothing about a subject, why I, I love the ability to go and question somebody who knows more about it than yeah. I do. Yeah, but what does that mean? And, and I believe genuinely, wholeheartedly, that many problems in the world are created because people are afraid to ask mm. and go, you know, I see this in the public sector all the time with buying technology. People should just interrupt meetings and go, <coughs> excuse me, <laughs> what is an API? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what does it do? And why should I care? You know, that I I think you know more people should be, be going. Excuse me, why do I need to do that? You have what to is be it confident. about? You have to be like I I I I do do that, but like it takes a lot. I have to. You, you have to because yeah, you have you to know. admit that you don't know, and that's hard and horrible. But well, and you have to be. You know, the idea that maybe the other person 
didn't explain that fact. Like, maybe they just missed it, which is perfectly likely as well. So, you know, and you can, yeah. yeah. So it's that sort of, you know, know, understanding, you know, if I don't understand something, doesn't need mean... I need to make up a theory of my own. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, well. I don't really understand evolution to the same degree mm. that somebody who studied biology Fossils. or evolution. Um, you Geology. Know, I did it in school. You know, I, I kind of, I've got, got a vague, you know, the, the sort of a, a, a narrative around evolution in my head. But, mm. you know, I'm no expert. So, but even if, if I don't understand it fully... It doesn't mean that I need to make up my own version of it. <laughs> it's brilliant, though, conspiracy theories, because you can just make up anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can, uh, they all went on a spaceship and they're lizards and uh, they're going to come down in 14 years and then if they don't come down at that time, well, they must have got distracted, but they must have gone to help another planet for a bit and they'll be back soon. Oh, they're still not here. Oh, yeah, no, they're probably just, uh, it's probably just a test um, and, and those that still stick around will definitely be saved. And You know, just... But didn't we hit... Wasn't there that one kind of, like, cult that they just kind of went... Oh, shit. I mean, yeah, no. <laughs> it wasn't the apocalypse. And actually just kind of went, okay, I'd need to look that up. But, yes, yeah, so there was one cult, I think, that went, ah, never mind. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> but then going back to this whole truth thing and how do yeah. you argue with uh, with somebody nutcase. who... Nutcase. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Let's not even go with nutcase. Let's go with just some, somebody who fundamentally doesn't agree with you. Yeah, OK. Like, on the subject of us learning how to argue with people who read the Daily I don't Mail. Wanna. Well we need to learn these things. We're gonna have to work on our skills. Like okay. we've talked about we've got some fundamental problems and this is part of my bre- I met a friend yeah. for breakfast this morning and uh, I was being quizzed on how prepared I was for truth. I was like, I don't think I am <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we talked about like, you know, last week we talked no, in the Cambridge Analytica one we talked about the absence of shared reality. Yeah. If you've got less and less shared reality with people how do you find the one or two pieces of common ground, never mind truth, by mm. which to go, yes, right, we're both human, uh, we live on planet Earth, and we are concerned about rubbish in our streets. Can we agree? Let's agree on that. Yeah, we can agree on that. OK, now now let's move on to immigration. <laughs> well, my theory is that we need to kind of, like, step... Like, rather than getting embroiled in the facts and the here's, here's my theory, here's your theory, is if we could kind of take it up to a more emotional conversation and say, OK, why... You obviously are very unhappy about something. Can you, like, help me understand that a bit more? And you'll usually find that, oh, yeah, well, this person did this to me, which upset me, and that is probably what set them off down the rabbit hole. Um, and if we could just, you know, sort of connect you know just find the thing that got them into it in the first place then maybe we could start to so therapy because it's like and then you can agree as well especially if they're not just and i've tried this in a in a in a losing situation but i think if 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 they're not actually mentally ill um if you can at least go okay can we agree that we're both people and that we're both on some level pretty frustrated and upset with the way things are going. Um, And we may have completely different grounds for this. But, you know, what do we actually want out of all this? Because it's too easy to get fixated on facts 
and theories about its immigrations that are causing the problem. Yeah. It's this that's causing the problem. It's this, because you're just desperate for an explanation. But if you could step up and go, well, yeah, how yeah, should it be? Yeah. What would you like? What, you know, what, it, what we want is yeah. universal basic income. Yeah. Well, how, what, how do you feel about that? Yeah. Most uh, people would probably uh, yeah. say, yeah, I mean, that'd be awesome. How, and we'd say, well, we, this is what we want to get to. But if we're always arguing over, you know, your yeah. theories about who's for, to blame for what, then we're never going to kind of come together and actually realise that, we, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you're completely right in this. Because I, because I, I, and I think that that's what it was talking about this morning. It's like, if you, if you can't agree on what you're, where you're trying to get to, mm. so that whole let to agree, do we all want free healthcare? That is no, there's there going to be no money left anymore, and then, then it's never well, going to work. So. <laughs> but we, but you know, you sort of agree on what you're trying to achieve. Because I've had this even in like meetings where somebody work go, comes in and goes, oh, "I think we should buy a new computer system." Yeah. You're like, well. What what's wrong with the you know what are you trying to check what's the result we're looking for, let's 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 agree on the result and then we'll work back from that and work out if the computer system we have actually needs replacing yeah. or do we need to just change the way we're using it and yeah. I think that's the same thing in all of this it's much that's where your argument for emotion is stronger than an argument about truth and facts and I would have previously always gone truth and facts must win over mm. over emotion but actually if you can create that sort of where are we sailing to picture yeah. then you can probably work through the nitty gritty you know as soon as you start saying well what about you know you know here's an idea that we could try and agree is is it that we could both want but it's very easy to be like oh that just won't work because uh taxes and this but what if taxes weren't the same you know it's it's hard work if you if someone's kind of can't let go of just just as a thought experiment just try and let go of reality for a little bit because i'm sure we can figure it out i'm confident you can figure stuff out have you have you you ever um come across those edward de bono hats no. So you have your blue hat and your green hat and your black hat and a white hat, whatever. And there's I've one heard hat. people saying it all the yeah, time. The I black, didn't realise it was a thing. It's a book uh, okay. by a man called Edward de Bono. Okay. And if you've, when you've got your black hat on, you can be really, really critical. And when you've got your blue hat on, you have to be all about... I can't remember the... I know black is critical, but that's about the... Yeah. <laughs> the, <same laughs> one you the limit. So you can say to everybody, you know, right, OK, let's put our black hats on for a moment. Let's shoot it down in every way we know how. Now we're yeah. taking off our black hats and we're putting on our rose-tinted glasses. What do we... And it's useful in a workshop environment. Mm. <laughs> but I'm not sure. It's it's a bit trickier to get people to do it in a pub. Because yeah. some people's personality as well, you know, some people take on the role in life of being the person that shoots down everybody's ideas you know it's like my job in this circle of friends (laughs) is to be the naysayer Um, and that's very tiring as well but it's never a happy person no the trouble is at a certain point you can go well god just decided that you think that but it's not actually true with a conspiracy theory you've got to think well what are the actual how would that affect your day-to-day life if we were all in a cons- in a simulation like does that actually have any real impact like at some point that the theory gets so abstract that it's like well okay but how's that going to affect you on a day-to-day level well, it's going to just make me generally angry about how fucked up everything is so one of the things that i am um, going back to you know things you've anchored 
discussed with her father. <laughs> he used to do this sitting around and do that. So what if we are an experiment? Yeah. Know, so this whole simulation theory. <laughs> and um, I know there's an episode of Infinite Monkey Cage that does this, are we a simulation? Are we yeah. living in a simulation? But I've not actually listened to it, which is a bit... Um, uh, slack of me I keep seeing it and go oh, I must listen to that but anyway so my, we had this whole conversation with my dad what would that mean so what if we, if somebody's just doing a test to see what a world might look like or and I think there's something about so on the one level I'm okay with living in a sort of uh, a sort of a conspiracy you know there's a there's a, a there's lizards in yeah, charge or a simulation or whatever it is as long as I just need the illusion of control, to be honest. It's just <laughs> yes. like everybody else. But I just it's not to, true. Yeah, it's not true feel. control, and like people can get very angry yeah, about. Yeah. Um, My, uh, I told you I went to see, when I went to see Robert Lewis at one point. Robert Lewis, sachet therapist. <laughs> Ivanka introduced me to a therapist once. Well, she described what he'd said to her, and I was like, I want a therapist like that. So I started seeing. <laughs> but I went to see him, and I was like, I'm really angry. I just, I just feel so angry. And he went, good. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Why is this OK? And then, you know, that was quite a good feed into sort of... Um the rest, he said, "That's why you've you've survived." Yeah. <laughs> you know, in the in the olden days, somebody would have been stolen your stealing food from you, and if you got angry, you'd have chased after them and got your food back. And if you hadn't got angry, you'd have died. And I was like, "Okay, good, all right, then anger is good." <laughs> I had to, I had to sort of like, I, I spent a long time trying to get reduce my anger about things, but and it was a good day when I realised actually sometimes it is. It's okay. The right response. Yeah. So I don't have to completely expunge it from my existence, yeah. but you don't have maybe to... don't get so angry about stupid stuff. You know, I'm sure you know you don't have to turn into Dalai Lama. No, no, he wants to be. He's... Do you think he gets angry sometimes? I think I think he does. He's he's funny to me because I I always see him talking to someone like Michael Palin and kind of seeing me like a bit of a fan, like a Monty Python fanboy, <laughs> and like <laughs> I always think he always looks really excited to be on the telly. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, but I think that's because he's happy. Yeah, maybe. He's like, this is great. We're doing this now. Brilliant. <laughs> and this, wow. Yeah, he's a knife great. And I think that, you know, that's uh, the, I think the, the thing that's tricky at the moment, and you see lots of references when people are talking about, um, you know, what's happening in the world. Uh, in the government and stuff, and they talk about, you know, the 1984 book, and yeah. they talk about oh. Brave New World, mm. and um, but at least in Brave New World, everybody was drugged. <laughs> it's like, you know, we might. we're drugged. Con- con- contrails coming out of planes. That, that's that mist you see. That's that's chemicals to control us. Didn't you know that? No, that's yeah, true. Well, you can't re- refute it. Soma's a bit more. Uh, so it certainly sounded in the book like it was a bit more fun. Okay. <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, here's your dose. Now, just be smiley. This is your role. Here you go. Here's your dose. Do your thing. Hmm. See you later. That would make it easier in some ways, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, you know, if we're going to be completely manipulated, then, you know, I want the drugs. You know that thing... Where someone says something twatty and then goes, but it's true. Yeah, I don't truth know doesn't mean not not harmful. Or go, it's like I mean, you've got siblings. Lots. My brother does things to me like less so now that we're a bit more grown up. <laughs> but it's like, Tommy, do you think I've lost weight? Yeah, keep it up. <laughs> you know, 
this is the kind of thing siblings do to each other. Yeah, it's yeah, like you only that, get that sort of brute honesty. It's like, like, do you think? It. Do you think I put a bit of weight on? Yeah. <laughs> yes, you, yes, you have fatty. You know that kind of thing. But you know, we give as good as we get. But that kind of like honesty. The only reason it's not, even though you might have a fight with your sibling over these things. Well, mm. I might have a fight with my sibling over these yeah. things. Some people can tell you those truths about yourself, and some people mm. cannot. It's like you're not. It's like I can turn around and tell my mother, brother, sister something, but I'm not having anyone else say the same thing about them. You know that kind of. You know, even yeah, if yeah, it yeah, is yeah, right. Yeah, that's where my, I was thinking straight away. It's like, it's like, you do not get to say that. <laughs> yeah, you can't call you my family off. that, but I can call them that. I can complain about them all day, but don't you, <laughs> don't, tr- don't even, even think, think about think, saying yeah. anything. And it, it's that kind of, um, that's... So, because even in this whole context of truth and things, it's like, you know, why does it matter and to who, who, who does, to whom does it matter? Ooh, good one. <laughs> it's like, you know, when they do the, on the news, they go, oh, unemployment has fallen by diddly or the unemployment is its lowest levels ever. Like, oh, brilliant. Well done, government. Except if you're the person who's sitting at home without a job, in which case, you know, I don't yeah. care. Fuck you with your truth about unemployment. It's not helped me. <laughs> the fact me. is, <laughs> the fact is, violence has never been lower. Well, I got stabbed yesterday. So <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. you. Yeah. And it's that sort of like, where is the per- you know what's the life situation of the person? What's the context in which they're receiving this truth? Is the context a happy one or not? You know, the thing where you can't. It is possible with the human brain to. Un- believe two things to be true that are kind of in completely separate areas of your life and never really notice that until pointed out to you that they're in complete direct contradiction um and it's a beautiful thing about the brain and it's why you know we're able to kind of exist in a world where there are infinite facts and you can't really be sure about anything but yeah it's just cognitive dissonance where you can believe the opposite of something I, depending I, on um i don't like i don't like mayo I don't like white food that, like, sort of, like, baby food. I just don't like it. But you like mustard. Well, I don't know why I don't like it, but I still... (laughs) I don't know why I like mustard and nothing else that looks like that. You know, like... Yeah. Or it's like me, with my enormous love of travel and my enormous concern about climate change. (laughs) (laughs) That's cognitive dissonance right there. Yeah, it's like the way we work is we have the facts and then we have these little, like, a collection of exceptions that don't agree with our (laughs) truth, but we can seem to accommodate them nevertheless, and and that's just sort of how we work, and I think that's fine up to a certain point. But my point, the thing I was going to say was, you get your your creationist... And they say, well, the fossil record isn't real. Well, dinosaurs aren't real. Oh, it's a conspiracy. Put that to test our faith. And then you say, why Why is that so important to you? Well, it's because I, if I'm honest with myself, it's because I feel like I'm being a good person and I want to be rewarded by going to heaven for eternity. Um, and by taking away my, you know, your, you think you're arguing with facts about dinosaurs but you're actually arguing about whether or not uh, my life has meaning and that I'm going to go to heaven forever Um, which the stakes are a little bit higher for me so (laughs) give me a break Yeah. so you know if I want to believe that the dinosaurs are conspiracy leave me alone but just and that's fine and if you could just understand that 
yeah. you know, you've got your belief. And belief is a subject that I, I kind of think it's its own episode because I've got... I, oh, I've probably said it all already, but, you know, I think you, you can you can chop and change your beliefs depending on, you know, their value to you. And I'm, I've become a lot more confident, like comfortable doing that as I, you know, a lot of a lot of the best things I've done are just kind of adopt a different belief about, you know, what my favourite food is. And that's uh, helped me out a lot. Um, but if people could understand that beliefs aren't the be all and end all of everything, there's this, the thing with relig religion is like, you, if it's if it is kind of so bound up with your identity that it is impossible for you to consider changing your belief that that puts you in a uh, it, you're going to be cornered very easily and if people and it's an emotional intelligence thing if people could just in general learn to kind of ease off on the clinging to everything you know these beliefs a little bit and kind of be a bit more like well this is my belief and it works for me and i'm happy and i'm not really don't really feel like having it questions i don't really feel like having to kind of re-adopt you know reimagine my yeah. whole life because i'm busy and i've got a job and i've got children um but it's and and the and it gets po it, so it only really gets poisonous when people are clinging so much to their beliefs that they they believe that everyone else has to have them as well. So these this truth is and, that's, and then that's when you get creationism taught in schools and that's when you get like jihads and stuff. Yeah. Like my beliefs are so I'm so attached to my beliefs. I'm so attached to this truth that I cannot consider that maybe it's just my frame of reference and in two years I might find something that works better for me yeah it always ends up going back to not necessarily truth but breadth it's it's not just about deep and narrow knowledge mm. and truth it's also about breadth of 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 truth and thinking so for you know if, if your world is really small or your your knowledge is really narrow, then the the dots you're joining up to make something make sense or to make sense of something are are going to be inevitably quite quite narrow. And it's so I'm not illustrating this. Very well. I was talk, so on the so if you're talking about we've talked before about the fact that um, investing money in the welfare state is something that we but is a it's a belief of mine it's belief it's a value mm. it's a thing that I think should be done is worth doing, and and I can I can sort of have that uh, rationale that 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 desire belief whatever it is without uh, because I'm, I'm unencumbered by any sort of uh, godly stuff about people responsible for their own actions and being mm. punished for stuff and all. There, there are there are strong Christian arguments against the welfare state. It is mm. my understanding that I've never yeah. entered into them, but I um, so I do believe in charity. I do believe in helping people, um, and but then when you but so since my sister started fostering. And I believe that anyway. But now that she started fostering, I understand even my my knowledge in the area of foster care and what cared for children go through has expanded enormously. So I care about it even more. Yeah. And it's that that you know if you we can't you know can everybody you know it's it's all right for you to have beliefs if your beliefs aren't hurting me. Yeah, it's like you've got to examine what the out, what the result of your belief is to some extent. And my, and I'd take it, you know, even in terms of food, it's like if my belief is that cheese is delicious, but that belief causes me to be a bit fat, 
I'm 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 open to like trying a different one where cheese isn't delicious and I'm not quite as fat. Or that carrots are delicious. And yeah, I exactly. Try and eat more of them and yeah. less of the delicious cheese. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But it's that sort of and I I you know we've I think we've had the the difference. Belief is all very well. I don't mind people believing whatever they want to believe, hmm. as you know, really, as long as their belief doesn't affect my freedom. Yeah. And, you know, if you don't want to believe that women are equal human beings, I'm not interested and I will <laughs> argue with you. If you want to believe that people are different or have different rights or are based around, you know, uh, race, which is apparently an invented thing anyway. Yeah. Um, and, all, all, you know, that I will argue with you. But if you want to believe that if you're a good person, you'll go to heaven. Please go for it. That's, and that, if that helps you get through your day, I'm, I'm, I have no, I'm not interested in taking that because I had that taken away from me and I know what it's like and I wouldn't wish it on anyone. So, and it's, it's the same with alcohol. Like, I, I don't want to take anyone's cigarettes away from them because I know that they can have a bad time. Like, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, you have to be ready and you have to be in a certain mindset, but just please don't smoke next to me and I have to smell it. Like, you know, I have to kind of, can't breathe and I have to leave because you're getting to do what you want like that was you know Berlin one of the things I didn't like was the smoking indoors again and just like my freedom has been massively reduced because you're just doing this thing that I have no way of avoiding so you know but but I think that's a, that's an example of something like smoking is an example of something that affects everybody because it doesn't just yeah. affect through uh passive smoking type things um but also you know it costs money to look after all the people that have got you know so it's like a that but and i don't think that's addiction not belief or it's is it i i mean i i de-addicted myself from cigarettes by changing my beliefs about what cigarettes were doing for me so i think it it is a lot of what keeps you you smoking is that you believe that that it's it's reducing your stress or that you believe that you know it's giving you a really nice fag break at work yeah and if you kind of remove those beliefs then it's easy to not do it i don't view everything as a belief in the same but yeah i can see why that's a good word i think it works um but yeah but that's i think ultimately that's my thing about truth or not truth or fact or not fact if it's a if it's more of a belief and is it a scale of belief to truth i think it's like maybe we don't know what that was in my song my first song on my album (laughs) i said i put in the line maybe we don't maybe we don't need to understand like maybe we can just there's so much going on maybe we just don't need to actually understand and we kind of take i'll take this belief and this belief and this belief for now and see how i get on with it yeah um and sort of stop being so fixated on whether or not I I I I have the facts, the truth at my disposal because it's kind of a losing battle. Yeah. And just like let's just kind of choose some beliefs and just see how we get on with the knowledge that if it doesn't work out try something else. So I'm like I I want to try let's try basic universal basic basic income for a bit and see if it works out. If it's like if he, if some unexpected like bad stuff happens, then let's try something else, you know. But for now, I feel like this belief is something that we should try out and just kind of try it on for a bit. And if I think if we could all kind of feel a bit more like that rather than this is the belief I was raised with and yeah. I will protect yeah, 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 it by yeah. murdering that, people. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think that's the bit where. I, but I, I I think for me there are there is that definitely hmm. that sort of like the the defending your belief no matter what. And that sort of loyalty to a belief yeah. in spite of or yeah, without openness to it. So there's that. There's whether your belief encumbers my freedom, yeah. not interested. But then, the, and, and 
there's maybe a third stream for me around the fact that, okay, let's, I will use Brexit. So if you believe Brexit is good for the country, and I believe it's not, um, when we have a conversation about it, if I say um, in the negotiation, there are, they are 27 and we are one. How you know? Where is that a these, this, that is a statement of some sort of fact in my view. <laughs> like it, where 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 is that? They are five hundred million. We are sixty. Or if I say that, if I look at the trade agreements that Norway has or Canada has, they are not necessarily as favourable as open borders and immigration and trade. Mm. And just because you have a trade agreement, you know, like these are these are state, these are not emotional. Like if I if I've agreed to be your friend, doesn't necessarily mean that I'm actually going to do anything. I know, but with why you? are you telling me these facts unless you're trying to change my mind? Like, why are you choosing those facts to tell me? Like, I I, I think yeah. it's, it's fine to try and sort of be. I'm just talking. I'm just yeah, saying. No, I'm just, I'm just saying. pointing out that you put on. You know, it's yeah. just it's no one. Everyone's going to feel attacked difficult. if it's on that subject. So. so I don't know what the. But anyway. My my uh, well, those are my two. Then my two. Yeah. My third one's a bit wishy washy, but my two. Well, let's my... end on a wishy washy. <laughs> well, that was my wishy washy one. Oh, it's oh, like a, you know, if you're <laughs> like on the subject of something like Brexit, if I try and come at you with something that I, because how can you argue something? How can you argue something if you're not <laughs> going to try and find the common. You've got to st- keep trying to mine for some common ground of truth. Yeah. And this is what, you know, Stuart's email last week yeah. when he was talking about it. It's like, you know, if I'm going to have a conversation with anybody about anything where there's a topic we might disagree on, you have to establish some basics, right? Can we all agree that we're sitting close enough to each other that we can see each other? Yes. Mm. Okay, you've got to find some pillars of truth that you can start building on otherwise you can't really talk to them yeah 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 maybe truth is the the truth is what do people say the truth is let's end on the truth is you can't fight progress (laughs) the truth is the fact is (laughs) oh well lily out of um is that her name Oh, Peter Rabbit. She always goes, and I know that for a fact. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? Owls I, eat mice, and I know that for a do, fact. <laughs> do you know what? Like, do you know what academics are getting away with? What saying? And this is demonstrably false. <laughs> you just that's that word has no value, and I love it when these academics use it as though that is somehow that gives you that's you're just you're full of shit, man. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you like it, uh, follow us on Twitter at Podcast Grand and tweet us stuff and go to our website, grandpodcast.com. And you can now find us on Spotify. Spotify! Or Spotify. Spot- <laughs> That's what they call it in Swedenland. With my racist. Racist accents. Ooh. Well, doing an accent is implicitly is racist? racist. Is it? I don't know. I, I just thought it'd be funny to accuse you of... I really, like, <laughs> cast your mellow with that one. <laughs> anyway, you can listen to us on Spotify because we've now been accepted by yeah. the Spotify gods. Um, Hopefully um, soon Siri will be able to recognise the name Ivanka as a famous... I mean, there's already a famous Ivanka. Anyway, where can we find you? Uh, oh, at Ivanka on Twitter. Yeah. 
and I'm otherwise Suck it up. found on the internet. Write us a review on places that you can write reviews, like um, iTunes is a good one, or Apple Podcasts, as they call themselves. Mm. Uh, does Spotify do review? Follow us on Spotify. You Just know, follow do us stuff. and share it. <laughs> yeah, make it look like we're good. And also, you can find me as well. Uh, not that mommy, no, no, probably cares. <laughs> I'm an arsehole, sorry, I mean musician. Um, so I have a website called michaelforestmusic.com. Uh, yeah, so, no, but do give us some reviews, some good reviews, and just say no, just no criticism. No, no. <laughs> just say nice things. We always, we keep, I keep missing. Say things like, I love you and I love your work. It would be really good no, if you did no, this. I'm already, <laughs> I'm already on the defensive. <laughs> already on the defensive. Uh, anyway, don't give us any criticism. Uh, well, if you can give Send it to us, me the criticism. Well, you've got to, if you're going to say something that's a bit critical, I need a lot of context because otherwise I'm like, if someone says for, let's just pick an example from thin air that I interrupt Ivanka too much. Let's just imagine that someone might have said that. Now, my problem with that, that criticism in isolation is I don't know what episode you're up to because I've been trying to get better at it, right? Uh, so that now has me second guessing 20, 30 hours of conversations. And like, uh, did you just, because if, if you listen, if you're talking about last week's episode, then I need to like, obviously I've failed at something. But if you're talking about episode one, yeah, we were pretty bad to start with. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I concluded. think we've got better. I think we've got a lot better. But And then it also like, it, if it's coming across like that, it might even be something like how I'm editing it. That, that makes it seem more interrupted than it really is and like I don't know but uh, it just it's it's hard with with like with any bug report <laughs> you kind of need to know how to reproduce it you need to know you need enough information to be able to kind of correct it because otherwise it's like I've ju I'm just a bad person I guess you know which, you are yeah. though. Oh, shit. Well, if that's true, just say that. No, then. he's not. Michael, um, Ivanka is... I like Ivanka, but Michael is a bad person. Three stars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we'll uh, yes. see you Lovely soon. See you see next you. week. If, Come again. If, if this week's episode was somehow, like, seemed better than usual, that might be because we're in the same room. Just don't get used to it. Because <laughs> uh, it's yeah. going back to Google Hangouts next week. So. Yeah. Bye. Do listen again. Do listen again. Yeah, do come back next week. Keep going on your binge if you're binging. <laughs> and uh, yeah, bye. 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 bye.